all it, it, first of all it better be open bar and single women at this reception that's all i know because i'm be pissed if i drive all the way up here for this ghost wedding and it's not an open bar and everybody in the wedding is married first of all speaking of that how many of these women in y'all wedding gonna be single i mean you talking about in the wedding party or just at that's gonna be there both. I mean, uh, let's see here. You got Kaylin. Um, you, first of all, first of all, you ain't got to no names. We are on the podcast. I mean, I really care. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, I don't care. I mean, Kaylin and then... Fuck them. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> don't be by now. I don't really care. I don't care about these people. Um, like I said, Kaylin and then I think that's it for her uh, oh, her, her I already know yeah. I, already know I mean, and then the more people is, you gonna know most of these people because I mean they, they went to West oh, Africa. I forgot. You mean be another fucking reunion? Most of the, most of the AKAs will be there and some just regular folks. You know, I mean you gonna see most By the of these way, people. AKAs like to when they get drunk, they really like to party and have a good time. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so have fun. So somebody might cheat on their. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, you never know. You you may even get a shot at somebody you never thought you got a shot at. That is, that's how you know we deep into the podcast talking like this, cause this is gonna show how many people are actually listening this far into the podcast now. Mm-hmm. Let's just see how many of you niggas is actually still listening to this, because I because one of these chicks probably will cheat on their significant other because they're going to be drunk love is going to be going around love's going around you know maybe that significant other wasn't doing right and you know it's just like you know what he ain't been doing me right you know he been blah 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 blah. and you know i can you know i can i can talk to a woman you know i, I can talk and I can. they may be looking for something they may be like i'm out here living my best life right. for this weekend like, like i said i don't do like the one night stand stuff no more and then i'm just trying to have sex for a relationship shit but i will have like one night stand wedding reception reception type of sex though hey look if the if the moment is right and you get a shot at somebody that you ain't had a shot at man hey look you better shoot that hey you better be steph curry you pull that shirt bro i feel like i feel like wedding reception we all fun, random sex. It's probably good sex, to be honest. I mean, it's... That's gotta be up there, right? Like, I feel like... Like, probably high school reunion that this girl that didn't look that good back in the day... And she and she, look, and and she day. looking bad now, and then y'all kind of had a thing back then. But y'all never like, went through y'all with y'all it. Y'all never went through and it. Then, and she still single. Years later, or she just broke you know? up with a man. He like, hey, he... he and then y'all have fun at night and be like, oh, that was fun. I feel like that uh, after a wedding reception and shit, like, or even if you go back to college for homecoming after five or six years, it's like, I feel like, I feel like that's when you do the one night stand. Somebody that you knew 10 years ago that you ain't really been around that much. All lately. I'm saying is, hey, you home, because homecoming a few weeks ago, I mean, a lot of people came back and it was, a, it was good to see a lot of those people. And I know that, you know, a lot of folks uh, decided to hook up over the weekend and yeah. had some good old times. You know, we ah, reconnected, reconnected, like re- re- reconnected, as we will say. Oh, I love to reconnect. You know, that is like Loki. Actually, that is though with a chick that I was cool with her in college and stuff. 
um, we never really did anything or too much of anything. And then like five, six years later, you happen to go to the city she's in and she sees that you're there. It's like, I wish you for drinks. And then y'all end up having a good time doing your thing. Like that's low key. Like that, that is fun though. Not even mm-hmm. low key. That is dope. That is dope as hell actually. So I like to reconnect through uh, sexual favors. That's a great <laughs> way to reconnect. Yeah. That's the like, way we re- can we we can we can share, you know, like t- that missed time that we had. Yeah, I don't understand why more people ain't down with that. Like, why would we reconnect sexually? Like, I mean, maybe because some people just have morals. First of all, <laughs> morals have morals have nothing to do with this. To be honest, so don't disrespect. <laughs> don't disrespect my moral compass. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we're gonna move on. All right, another question. You're on the elevator by yourself with a white woman, oh. and she begins she begins to cry. You're going all the way to the 48th floor, and you're on the first floor. What do you do? Um, stop the elevator and get out. What if the buttons aren't working, and you have to go all the way up to the 48th floor? I hope this is a fast elevator. Um, what? A, okay, this is what I am doing. This is what I am doing. I'm taking my phone out, put it, right. put it in, on record, um, and staying in the other corner. And I will first. I will ask, "Hey, is everything okay?" If she, you know, just shuns me off, everything's fine. Keep trying. Okay, I, I did my due diligence. I've asked. I am recording. I am recording right now. So if anything happens when we get out this thing, oh, nah, brother, it's right here. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Yep. Clear cut clarity on this iPhone right here, there, buddy. Clear cut clarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, was a lot of, I'm, not, I'm assuming I'm assuming those was all start with C's and not K's because you're not a cowboy. You damn right. <laughs> See, I'm glad you said it first that I'm gonna put my phone on record, but I'm gonna ask her if she's okay first. You didn't just be like, fuck it, I'm jumping the ship. Like, let me record. I mean, well, sure. yeah, I mean, look, if, if my options are to get, if I can get out of the elevator at any point, I'm gonna get out of this elevator. Right. But oh yeah, if that's that, what you first do. If that's not my, if it's if I can't get out, then I'm recording because I don't want to fall back on me because once again she is a white woman. Yes. And uh, she is a hundred percent believable in a court of law. <laughs> I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, let's just be honest here. A crying white woman in court is damn near <laughs> is damn near undefeated. That, oh yeah, a crying bro. One day I'm not gonna lie. One day I was at work and I had to show this girl uh, this event space. And a person she asked for the wrong type of setup that she wanted, and the setup was totally wrong. And it was a young chick; she's probably like 19 or 20. And so I take her in the room. It's just me and her in this big ass ballroom. She starts crying, and she started crying out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" And I got so nervous, dog. And so I was like, are you okay? She kept crying. I'm not going to lie. I radioed two of my students who were girls. One white girl and one Hispanic chick. I said, can I come in the ballrooms, please? And they was like, yeah, what do you need? I said, just come in the ballrooms, please. And they came in there and saw her crying. It's like, what happened? I said, I don't know why she started crying. I just need y'all to stand here while she cries because I do not want someone to walk in and kiss my black ass with mm-hmm. a crying white girl. Mm-hmm. No, you <laughs> don't. Like I asked him first. I asked him first, are you okay? And all that. And I was like, should I pat her shoulder? But I was like, nope, don't you touch her. Don't you touch her. Don't you put your filthy hands 
bones in that white woman. That beautiful milk of magnesia. Sure. Don't you dare put your hands on that white woman. Don't you taint that beautiful <laughs> snow white skin, my brother. Come tell you right now, as soon as you put your hands on it, that's five years. Dog, I got nervous, so I brought both of them in there, and I said, look, just stand here. I didn't want to be by myself. Smart. Like, Smart. And the Hispanic chick was like, oh, I understand. The, the Hispanic chick understood. The white girl was like, I don't get it. Why did you need us in here? <laughs> I was like, well, bitch, you need to catch up. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's 2017. Why did I call y'all in? Because I, I enjoy my freedom. Yes, I enjoy my freedom. Don't try to enjoy me working here. Well, break your ass in here. Like, I need no. you to help this situation. Bro, she started crying. Oh, my God. And then she finally stopped crying and all that and told us what was going on. But shit, it reminded me of an episode of Blackish. This nigga got in the elevator, and there was a little white girl crying. Oh, man. As soon as he got in the elevator, he turned right back around and then like, got nope. off. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I, and what's dope is I told two of my white friends about that, and they both was like, oh, yeah, you need to be worse than that. Crying white woman around mm-hmm. a black man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You looking for an easy ticket uh, 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 to get locked up? And somehow, out of nowhere, someone has a recording of me just standing there, white as white girls crying. It's like, why is he standing there just allowing her to cry? He obviously doesn't care about. He must have hit her. <laughs> he put his hands on her. He touched her. Like, yeah, he he, he must have struck her. Dog, I was nervous as shit, yo. I would be too. I'd have been like, oh, uh, I don't know. I'd have back, I'd have backed away like that uh, Homer Simpson meme back into the. Back into the bushes, just like <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. I put both of my, I, I have uh, one of my hands on my chest and my other hand like on my hip. Like, are you okay? <laughs> and as soon as I saw, and then probably it felt like it was sixty seconds, but I'm pretty sure it was more like seven seconds. And I immediately called, "Hey, can you two come in here, please?" There's a there's a crying white woman, and I'm nervous. Man, I, I would have called for backup immediately. It felt like me being in like North Florida, driving at night as a black man by myself, driving past two state patrol sheriffs, and they're both following me for thirty minutes, and I don't know why they followed me. Mm-hmm. That's how nervous I felt. Man, I trust me, I, I understand fully uh, your concern, my brother. But I was like, damn, my mama's my mama wants to see me again. I can't be all out right, here just right. sitting around I'm these saying. white women crying all willy nilly. Sure, you'd have been gone. We would have never seen you again. Bro, you really- <laughs> you have never seen you. What happened to Will? I don't know, bro. All I know is there was a white girl crying, and he <laughs> he was he he was around her, and the police found him. And all I know is is that he's locked up, and I don't know if we're ever gonna see him again. Bro, white women don't know how much power they got. It's scary. <laughs> Ooh, good. Because bro. you know it's scary because they don't know how much power they got, and they already be slinging power around, and they don't even know what kind of power they have. Like that's, so, the moment they figure out what kind of power they have. I hope they have a. Uh, I hope they're for us and not against us. Basically, I mean, me and you both, because I mean, what can happen could be either uh, very, very, you know, helpful, or it could be very catastrophic. It could be scary. It could end up being like, hey, y'all hear what happened to Will? I don't want that <laughs> at all. At all. I rather. I want people to be like, hey, you heard? You heard Will got that good ass job, or you heard what the shit with Will been doing? Like, I'd rather have that than you hear what happened to Will. It's either I'm writing you letters of of congratulations or I'm writing you letters of just hopes that you locked up. <laughs> let me see how Will how he's doing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, let me get keep, let me get let me write this letter real quick. I gotta write it to my nigga. Hey, keep your head up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey bro, you know, I know you got uh 
sophomore years left. But uh, you know, when you get out, we gonna be there, bro. You know. Hey, I heard you. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about you standing next to a crying white woman, bro. I hope everything's good. So what happened? Did like, did you hit her or something? No, I just stood next to her while she was crying. Mm-hmm. Police showed oh. up, and I tried to explain, but as soon as I, you know, said something, I raised my hands. They, uh, they, they tased me and uh, maced me, and you know, <laughs> hit me a couple times with the with the nightstick. Next thing I knew, I was in the back of a car, and <laughs> the judge. Uh, next thing after that, the judge was talking about ten years. The white woman was crying. Ooh, I lost. And you're gonna say all that, and then the OG black man gonna be like, wait a minute, why was you standing so close to a white woman crying in the first place? And that's all they go here. Why was you standing next to her crying? And you gonna be sitting there like, I didn't know it was a problem. You didn't know. Why you didn't know? Nigga, how do you? I'm like, oh, I'm 30. Nigga, you should have known. You should have known better. You can't, you can't just stand next to a white woman crying. What's wrong with you? They are gonna be sitting there. You remember Emmett Till? <laughs> and you wait a minute, and you was by yourself? Yes, sir. Why did you call somebody? Yeah, that's what that's the first thing. As soon as you seen her crying, you immediately back away, call for backup. You didn't have no women to call to stand around you mm-hmm. while this while this milk of magnesium was crying? As soon as you you call another white woman to console her and then you leave the premises. What is wait a minute? And she had freckles? Yes, sir. Oh, and she has some damn freckles. They care about her dude. Mm-hmm. And she had blonde hair? Oh, yeah. They it's over. They it's over. blonde hair and white woman. Boy. It's over. I bet. And I, and, I, and, I, and I bet and I bet you her daddy's the mayor or he knows somebody in, in, in oh, politics. No. Her daddy's a judge and mm-hmm. donated money to the university or it's a rap. something, boy. Oh, shit. Ooh, Lord. It's oh, a rap. Man. Hey, brothers, I'm praying for all of y'all out there. Right, I, I, just, I just feel for the brothers, especially Be the brothers. Smart. Especially the brothers who delve into strictly just white women, like it's a bold, it's a bold move, brothers. If you, if you all out here, um, oh, that is a bold move, nigga. It's a, it's a bold move. You got to be, you know, that uh, that super superior athlete uh, that's out there, and you got to be, you know, going door to door with these white folks, you know, all in their cookie drives and shit <laughs> to be accepted. You know that- what I realized when white people was different when I moved to my apartment and I was there for like two or three days and then I heard a knock on my door I'm like what the fuck don't nobody know I live here and I opened the door and these two white people sitting there with brownies and I was like what the fuck like this like bruh only white people do that shit like and that's dope as hell but like only white people gonna bring you some brownies my nigga like people ain't- <laughs> I still would I still would've been skeptical oh no I was definitely like that's a shame because my first thought was like wait a minute hold on they trying to poison me like, but mm-hmm. I was, but I was high as hell, so I ate the joint. Nah, <laughs> so see, that's why you fucked up. Why you fucked up. <laughs> well, I'm still living today, so I pray to God that I'm good, because this was like four years ago. No. But like, bro, I opened the door, they were smiling, they was nice, and they just had a plate of brownies wrapped up in saran wrap. And I was like, hi, how you doing? So we just want to welcome you to the neighborhood, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And look, I don't, I think they was wanting me to invite them in. I only cracked the door to put my head out. And I was like, yeah. No, <laughs> oh, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Get the hell off my lawn. Get the hell out of my <laughs> I was just like, hold on, what? Oh, bro, thank you. Snatch the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bro, I was nervous as shit, first of all. I'm nervous anytime knock, anyone knocks on my door and I'm not expecting a visitor. That's nervous as shit, first of all. And second, when I open the door and there's some white people standing there, I'm like, hold Ooh, on. Lord. Which I won't. Mm-hmm. I, I, knows, I only know a select group of white people. And 
they will let me know when they're on their way. So to see a random strange white person, what do you want? It's like it's like I mean, your, it's like your life damn near flash for you. I'm like, oh shit, what I do? Like, yep, that's the <laughs> bro. Anytime my boss can email me or text me like, hey, we need to talk. I'm like, oh shit, what white person did I piss off? Like my immediate thought is thinking I pissed off a white person. <laughs> Like, I'm just hoping I didn't piss off a white person. I, it's going to be one of those where they just come to your door, like like on a day like today, here soon. They will knock on your door. Uh, who'd you vote for? Like, oh, Jesus. Like, oh, God. Is it? Like, what do you want? <laughs> right. Like, what the hell do you want to know that for? Bro. Oh, shit. Remember back in the day when white people would never tell you who they, who they voted for? And now everybody just shares all of them. Yeah, I mean, because people want to throw it in your face. Like, it's just... People want to just argue about stuff like we were talking about this today at work, just like how this time of year and any type of election time when it's coming up, people just get so riled up in whoever candidate or whatever party that they're affiliated with. And so it's just like, ah, you're wrong, or you're wrong, or you don't know, you know, you guys are only for this and this and this. You don't see the big. I'm like, look, man, yeah, you're doing too much. And bro, and trust me, I, I work on a college campus, so I see all the emotions and everything now. And like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm being petty. I don't know if I'm being petty or not or whatnot. But I'm like, all these people that stand there with signs and stuff all the time, talking about vote for this person, vote for this person. I'm like, that's not going to change somebody's mind who they vote for just because you're standing on the corner at the light with vote for William Thomas type of shit. Like, that's not going to change my mind who to vote for. People pretty much know who they're voting for. Yeah, people people are are well most people are kind of well informed of who they're gonna vote for. They already have a, a preconceived notion of like, all right, you know what? This is who I I mean you when you grow up, a lot of people grow up either you're Republican or you're Democratic. And it's just like, all right, this is who we've always voted for, this is what I'm gonna do. I mean it is what it is. You know, the older I've gotten, the more I feel like I just hate all these fucking titles and labels that now I'm like, damn, people really just vote for who's Democrat, who's Republican type of shit. Because, look, I feel like the old Chris Rock uh, comedy stand-up where he was like, there's certain things I'm conservative about and there's certain things I'm liberal about. Like, and that is true, though. Like, yes, I do feel like if you are on uh, food stamps and stuff, you should be trying to find a job or have a job. You mm-hmm. can't just you can't just do nothing. Getting, yeah, you can't just be getting four hundred dollars a month and be doing nothing. Even if you have kids, you got to do something because any adult, if you are healthy and able to, should be working or whatnot. So yes, I'm concerned about certain things, but I'm pretty sure I'm more liberal than conservative about every other thing or whatnot. Like but, your overall perspective is more liberal about stuff. Than, yeah, yeah. But there are certain things that I'm probably conservative about, so I'm not just voting down one way liberal or vote one vote down one way conservative, Green Party, Tea Party, whatever bullshit. It's just the older I've gotten, the more I just see, I just see bullshit down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because that's, I mean, the older you get the more you see and the more you realize like alright a lot of this stuff is just propaganda mudslinging they're just trying to you know throw you off of you know whoever candidate you really want to vote for it's just a lot of negativity in the media it's people really, more are voting against something than for, than for something. something yeah it's just like I hate this person I don't yep. like it so I'm just going to vote for this person I really don't know all the stuff that they stand for I hate time. black people I hate black people so I'm going to vote for Trump yeah 
It's just like, I, I don't like those dirty Mexicans coming into my country. So I'm going <laughs> to vote for everybody who feels like there needs to be a wall and all of those. Like, okay. I don't understand right, cool. how you could not like a Mexican. Because Mexicans work hard as shit. So why would you not like somebody that's willing to work hard as shit to do jobs that you don't want? Because, because, because that's why. It's the jobs that I don't want, so it makes me seem like an asshole and ungrateful. Because I don't want to do it. Anybody that's willing to do a job that I don't want to do, fucking do it, my nigga. Hey, I, I mean, I'm right, I'm right there with you. But you shit. know what? The, and it's crazy because, like, if, let's say, let's say all the Mexicans, just all the illegal immigrants and all the Mexicans just go back. They get them all out of here. Oh, shit. Okay, bro. Who, we ain't got no taxis. Well, not even that. It's just that who's going right, to be doing these jobs? There's only going to be a certain amount of people that actually want to be out there all day in the sun doing these jobs on the farm or construction oh, or, or lawn care. It's like, all right, because a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all especially white folks, ain't going to be wanting to do that shit. Y'all talking about taking your jobs, but your ass ain't getting up and doing them no way. So, I mean, what you crying about now? Bro, how fucking horrible would that be if all the immigrants just was able to leave and found a better life than dealing with us black-ass Americans? And, and they got to, if they are now, we got to find taxi drivers, we got to find lawn care and gardeners, we got to find painters and shit. Shit, we got to find dentists. Ain't no Indians gonna be out there at the dentist clubs anymore, bruh. And like, what's crazy is, and, and <laughs> what's crazy is a lot of these companies are gonna hate it because you know why? They paying these, they paying these yep. Hispanics, they, they ain't paying them as much as they paying you and I or white people, you know why? Because they know that they'll take, you know, yep. uh, uh, 50 cents on the dollar of what they gonna pay us. Oh, now you gotta pay Jimmy and Johnny, Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and Jimmy and Johnny, uh, a full fifteen dollars an hour. And you was paying Jose seven fifty eight dollars. <laughs> oh, but you wanted them out now, didn't you? Oh, well, now and now you gotta like, give Jimmy and Johnny uh, uh, full health insurance too. So that's more coming at your pocket as a bro, CEO. it's so weird. It's Great job. weird because these fuckers, like it's weird how you could look down on somebody who works hard. Like anybody who works harder than me, especially in a physical since like i cannot look down on you shout out to you that you are willing to move from a whole nother country and you're willing to work harder than me like that's fucking dope like but you, but, i, I want to take this nap my nigga i don't want to go out there in this hundred degree weather i want you to realize what you this. just said i want you to realize what you just said you just said move from another country and work hard to you know make something out of nothing isn't that what white people did when they got over here I mean, not now. No, 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 actually, well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. They moved from another country and then made us work no, no, hard no, 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 no. True, true, true. But I'm talking about like when they first got over here, they built up all a lot of stuff, and then like then, the then, Irish, yeah, the you know, Irish you know, like that. how New York and all that shit started, and then of yeah. course, then of course they brought us over here and then realized, oh shit, we can make these things do. <laughs> um, but like. Wouldn't like when they first started coming when they doing most of that shit and they always talk about that's the backbone of America blah 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 blah. That blah. is true. Now these Mexican people are the ones doing it, and now it's not cool. Oh, okay. Right. Because now I see it now firsthand where I have students that are like first generation American and their parents and like I hear their stories where their parents moved here in like 1988 with uh with $14 in their pocket or whatnot and only could barely speak English and they had the confidence enough to move to a country they had didn't really know anything about and now 
they're raising kids that are in college and graduating with all honors and mm-hmm. didn't even have to and went to college on all scholarships like that's fucking dope bro because most of us Americans are not doing that type of shit like that's fucking dope the fact that they can do that so the fact that an American black white whoever you are can look down on an immigrant is fucking crazy because these motherfuckers work way harder than we do like get the fuck out of here yo but yeah, that, that's that's amazing. Anyways, I want to go into a happier before we wrap this podcast up. Oh no, I didn't send you this question, but um, did you see how Fifty Cent did Ja Rule? Oh, that was he, uh, uh, bought out the seats. Yeah, so Ja Rule <laughs> had ja Rule had a concert, and uh, Fifty Cent bought out like the first, I think, two hundred seats. Yeah, like the Basically, first few rows, I guess. Yeah. Basically, the first few ro- first few rows, just so that the first few rows would be empty, and he was that. That's a if you're on that's a petty. scale of if you're on a scale of one to ten for Patty, that's a ten, my nigga, because they haven't like had a beef in like what? I mean, years? I'm about to say what? I mean, <laughs> boom, that was like what? Oh, oh, three, oh I'm about to say oh three around that time. Yeah, oh two oh three. When we was in high school? Plus, yeah, 15 plus years ago, yo. I mean, it just, so, it's just still going on. And I just think that's dope that he is at a place in his life where he can be as petty as he wants. And he has the money to be petty, the status to be petty. And I just think that's funny as shit. So, oh, I thought it was hilarious. Can, can you think of right now what's something petty, maybe the most petty is, I don't know if you can think of that right now, but what's something petty that you have done? This you remember from your past. Oh man, dang. And that hard to think of? Yeah, I mean, cause I mean I I be wanting to be petty throughout the day and something stops me all the time. Like well are are there times that you want to be petty? Yeah, but you yeah. just can't. Like name a time. You don't have to specifically explain it. But name a time where you want to be petty that you couldn't be petty though. Uh I mean there's a couple I mean there's been times here over the years where I just wanted to be, you know, do something petty like, you know, leave. Like, who's like, somebody that you want to be petty towards? Like, I mean, it, it was probably, like, let's say for, like, in college, you know, um, one of my roommates just, you know, they get on, they got on my nerves and I just wanted to, to do something to, to, you know, kind of, like, affect, you know, whatever they was doing for the rest of the night or maybe, like, you know, maybe some plans that they had, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, try, just trying to mess something up because it was like, all right, you ruined my day. I'm going to ruin your your evening or your night. Like, all right, you know, you, you just fucked everything up. Now, now I'm mad, so I'm going to do something to just make your whatever just terrible. And I was like, you know what? Nah, I ain't going to do it. Because one, it just it takes too much effort and planning. And at the end, Bruh, at the end, being of the, petty it can be draining. And then at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, I, I ain't gonna worry about it. I've definitely, I definitely, on a daily basis, I want to be petty. When I'm reading an email, and like I have um, already, you've asked me a question, I've already answered your question, and you're still trying to figure out a way around it in the email. Like my way of being petty is to say per my previous response. Oh man. Or or I've also lately picked up let me provide some clarity. Like I like to put that in the email now. 
and that's the way that I can be petty without being an asshole because I'm being very professional. Man, it's hard for me not to like. I, I've learned because I, 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 I am, you know, that an asshole, and I can be just really rude at times. But I know now, like, all right, you know, maybe I don't need to say this or say it that way because right. I do that. I do that stuff a lot too. Like, I'll, I will. That's one of my pet peeves. If I literally lay it out for you in an email or a text message what to do or lay out an answer to whatever question you ask me and then you sit there and ask again or don't get it i'm like how <laughs> oh, do you not get I it hate that and shit. i sit there i'll be like you need to reread what i just typed or emailed or text you and it answers the question that you just asked and oh shit i'm just like man come on yeah i yeah i'll if you i hate I get that a lot at work where someone asks me a question, I answer it. But that's not the answer they want. So they answer, they ask it, they they write an email, but then ask the question again towards the end of the email. I answer it again. And then that's not the answer they want once again. So then they ask me the question in another way again. And then that's what I have to hit them with. Well, let me provide some clarity on my previous email type of thing and then that's when they get mad blah 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 but I'm just like I really don't give a shit anymore like I'm not trying to be rude cause first of all I wasn't being rude by saying her my previous email I just love dropping it down cause I know like I'm, I'm pretty sure I think I probably get on white people's nerves a lot cause you know white people don't really like a black person that like speaks up no they don't like well educated um black people who yeah, like you said, speak up and who actually who actually know what's going on because they assume like, oh, you know, you're just here to do this and you don't really know where to do what's going on. Like, no, 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 I'm well yeah. first. I'm well first in what's happening. And actually, we need to be doing this, this, and this. And they look at you like, uh, 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 uh what's going on? It's like uh, it's like Samuel Jackson on Django when Jamie Foxx came up on that horse. He's like, <laughs> who's this nigga on this nigga? Yep. He's like, wait, I ain't never seen a nigga on a horse. Like, who the fuck is this? And it's like, I get sometimes I get people that's like, who is this young nigga like thinking he knows shit? Like, they're shocked that I know anything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. Anywho, all right, one more question. I'll wrap this up pretty soon. Yeah, come what on, man. F- My cats are playing. Jesus. Where? Oh, I'll sign the shit out of you. What is the first CD you remember buying? Oh, oh, uh, Usher's my way. Really? Yep, because uh, I got a CD player for my birthday, and that was the first CD that uh, I think. Did somebody buy it for me? Or did I buy it? I think, I think somebody gave me money, and that was the first CD I bought. That's probably what, 97? Oof, I don't even know, to be honest with you. All I remember was I got a I got a CD player, uh, with no skip protection by the way, uh, <laughs> so I had to make sure uh, 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 no anti shock. No anti shock, so I made had to make sure I was listening to it while it was on the dresser. <laughs> I couldn't be walking around with it. I just looked it up. That CD came out September 1997. Yep. Damn, I was nine. God dang, that shit crazy as hell. Yep. 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 The- Man, hey, that CD was fire though. I mean, hey, you make me wanna head nice and slow, my way. Like that CD was fire though. Yep. That was the uh, you make me wanna in that video. He at the end of it, it was like seven of them dancing in chairs, and they all took their shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why did you take your shoes off, bro? That shit, that CD was fire. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. 
the anti-shock CD players. I remember being on the school bus with an anti-shock CD player and people would tap your CD so it would skip. And I'm like, well, you know you're not gonna get a song now. Like, F you. <laughs> what was the first the, the first CD I think I ever bought was I think it was the locks. Oh, really? Wow, that's 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 kind of left field. Yeah, I think it was either the locks. Do you remember Drag On? He was oh, Rough Rider, Rough oh, I had also. his CD. Oh yeah, I had his CD. I had yeah. his CD. Oh yeah. It was it was either the locks or Drag On. I, I remember think it was the locks. The though. first rap CD I bought it was crazy because I bought Juvenile's Four Hundred Degrees and. My pops found out I had it, and we couldn't listen to you know you can listen to music cussing. So he found out I had it, and he made me take it back. But then you know I had to had to find a way to sneak and buy CDs without him uh, noticing. <laughs> That's when you could buy CDs from Walmart. It was edited. Man, man, and I hated buying them CDs because I remember I had bought um it was when Snoop Dogg was with No Limit. I bought his album and I had to buy it. Edited. Oh, the Snoop Dogg No Limit album. I think, yeah, I think it was uh, Game Is To Be So. I forget what it was. The Game Is To Be So Not Told. Yeah, something like that. I think that's yep, what it that's was. That's what it was. It was The Game Is To Be So Not Told. Yep. Yep. I think my first album was Drag On. Drag the On, rough, man. It was off the Rough Riders. It was, uh, the album was called Opposite of H2O. Yep, yep, that's exactly what it was. Yep, and he had a song called Spit These Bars. Man, golly. Yep, that was back, uh, that was back with uh, Rap City and Amazing. Man, I, I, I had that album. I remember that album. Yep, it was, yep, it was, uh, Opposite of H2O. I bought that. I think those came out the same year. And I remember I bought that album and I bought The Locks. We are the streets. That's the CD they had uh they had uh Wildin' Out, Wild Out. Oh uh, yeah. That hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie to that that shit that shit that shit went hard. Hell yeah. It had Wild Out and what was the other song with E Ride or Die Bitch? Oh uh, yeah. That was Ride Yeah. Bro, there's no way when I was like 12 years old I should have been listening to that shit. But no, no. I was bopping that hell out of that. Yeah, it was Drag On and The Locks. And then probably around that time, I think Music Soul Child came out and I bought that out. <laughs> yeah, because I think I bought, after that, I had bought, it was more high, It was more um, um, cash money stuff. I had bought oh, like yeah. the Hot Boys. Um, yeah. I think I had Master, a Master P album. I know oh, I, had, I was I know listening I had, to Master P, The Last Don, a lot of that double album. I know I had Mystical. Oh, I know I had Mystical. I remember buying that. And then some DMX, and then there was X. That's my favorite album uh, of his. And then there was X. And then, of course, I had, uh, had Outkast. I had Outkast on deck. So I remember. I, I, oh, yeah. I think I think I just, I think I actually did I think, well, I actually did that. But I think I took that from my nephew's house. Of course, you had outcast, old Southern nigga. Hey man, you look, look, man. Once you, once you, when you're, when you're born on this side of the Mason Dixon, you can't, you can't not listen to outcast. This is true though. But yeah, I think, man, yeah, that is crazy. My two first albums for real was some Rough Riders, a whole bunch of cussing that I probably shouldn't have been listening to, and I still turned out well. Yeah, I mean, we alright. <laughs> yeah, we alright. We alright. I'm about to go listen to that Dragon spit these bars though. Oh yeah, go ahead and remember. I this. wonder where Dragon is now. Uh probably the same place G Dep and uh, let's see, uh, all those other guys. G Dep, Dragon, <laughs> maybe uh 
I don't know. I don't know uh, whoever else is around uh, that time. Uh, loon. Loon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loon. Uh, fucking, um... Uh, Mason Bessa. Mason Bessa. Uh, who else? Bessa. The Young Guns. Um, Chris and Good God. Teeny, uh, um... Who else? Where are these rappers? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the one hit... Some of them were one-hit wonders. Others had a good album, maybe two, and then just dropped off. Because I was bopping that Young Guns album. Oh, yeah. The Locks still around, though, because the Locks came out with well, that yeah. album, I think, at the end of 2016. The, the Locks were, I mean, the Locks were around for a long time. Well, they still are. And then Jadakiss, he still, he still he still, got some stuff to come out. I mean, Styles P just came out with an album. Yeah. I mean, Jadakiss came out with the album with um with Fabulous last year. Um, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Freddie versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. They, 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 got, some, they, got, some, they got some tracks in there. They have some tracks. Yeah. All right. Look, people. About to wrap this up, Pete Willigan. Do you have uh, any gems or advice you want to drop for the culture? Um, any advice? Um, yeah. Um, to all my uh, people um, out there. Sorry, white people. This is not for you. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, we do love y'all, white people. Though. We don't. Yeah, don't get it. Please don't get it. We're just weary sometimes. Like we go through some shit, y'all. We some black men in America. We okay. Shit, hey, 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 let me do this. For my people of the Caucasian persuasion, all I ask and all my people ask of you is to understand where we're coming from. Just try to understand somebody that's not the same color as you for once in your life. Just, you know, sit down, try to understand their situation. Um, and for my people, um, we had a bad experience this weekend with some black owned businesses. Just and just let's let's do better, people. Let's do better. Let's leave it at that. Okay, so uh, and I hope y'all voted says, today. I hope y'all voted today. I hope y'all voted for the right people today. <laughs> I hope y'all voted for the people that uh, that are actually going to help. But then again, will any of them actually help us? That's why we need to be out there for the culture, get yeah. the streets, do shit for the young people. I saw a lot of um, I saw a lot of posts out there, and especially in Miami and in Georgia, in certain in certain districts, uh, i.e. districts with a lot of people of color, their vote the polls weren't working right, or I don't know how the hell you run out of ballots somewhere in Miami. Voter suppression. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in Miami, like the, the the voting station ran out of ballots. I'm like, how the hell you run out of ballots? Look, y'all, look, y'all, get out here with these young people while they still young. Just let them see that you out there for the culture. If you gotta fucking go read for them, if you wanna uh, go pay off their lunch bills or whatnot, you wanna buy them haircuts. First of all, you wanna buy them haircuts? Holler at me. I got a haircut initiative going out there in these streets. Um, I get haircuts for the young folk that need help. That's something simple. Do that shit. But get out there for the culture. It's vote. Vote's cool, yeah. Vote. But you gotta work with these fucking young people, y'all. Man. So, uh, so like Pete Willigan said, uh, I forget what he said, but I'ma just say that Pete Willigan said, fuck y'all and do shit for the culture. And go read. Go read a book. You remember that song, Read a Book, Motherfucker? Yeah. About like 10 years ago. I feel like it would be cool right now. Like a lot of these younger kids, I mean, I'm about to go look it up. Kids look at a, uh, look, look at a screen instead of a book. Right. So look. He really says, read a book, motherfucker. <laughs>
vote, read a book, and do shit for the culture, right? Yes, sir. Alright, well, I just want to appreciate anybody who sat here and listened to all these rants and rumblings and um, probably some things that some of y'all will say was racist, but I don't mm. think it's racist at all nah. because because we don't we're, we're not against white people. We love y'all. We love every yeah, culture. I'm, I'm, we I'm, love every creed. We love every religion. Every gender. Um, I just don't like assholes. I love everybody, but fuck assholes. And it's crazy yeah. because I'm we're, we are kind of smart asses and assholes. And assholes we don't so, like assholes we're, a lot. We're, we're smart asses, but fuck the asshole. We're not assholes. Yeah, we go. Not, yeah, that's better. Know, that's fuck better. Yeah. I hate jackasses. We're smart asses, but we're not assholes, and we're not jackasses. There it is. There it is. So, um, yeah, fucking be kind, and also turn on your signal. Please. When you're when you're emerging when you, traffic, or just turn it in general. Can you please use your signal when you turn it, and not just stop and then turn? I mean, I hate you, bro. Use your signal. I'm just saying. Use your signal. Thank you, P. Will, again for hopping on the Chicken Liquor Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We'll do this again in person next time. Yes, definitely. And we'll get our um, fellow member of the Wolfpack, Kenneth, on here. Fat Kenny. We'll get Fat Kenny on here. Um, Love y'all. God bless. Appreciate y'all. And thank you, Paul. I'm about to hang up on your ass. Oh, you black ass nigga. Bye, niggas. Nigger.